birthday january 25th and thank you for joining me here at Soba aquarius the podcast where i'm trying to figure out where the fuck the time is going like on some real shit because next week is aquarius season like how did it get here so fast didn't january just start i could have sworn i was recovering from my hangover like two days ago from new year's but then again i was sick for a whole week so that might be why either way it's coming Are you ready? Because I'm not. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I want to wear. I don't know how I want my hair. I don't know what I want to eat. I really just don't fucking know. And it's coming so fast. I don't have enough time. I even want to make a music video. (laughs) Why? But we're going to hop right on into the words of wisdom from the universe and see what they say. Because it reads, if your confidence is at a low ebb today, try doing something that makes you feel good about yourself again. It does not have to be anything major. Just something that comes easy to you and what you really enjoy. Don't make life such a struggle. See, the universe is even saying it to you too. Don't make life such a struggle. Don't make life so much harder on yourself than it needs to be. See, the universe really be knowing. Now, one of the most entertaining things that I see when I go on the forum is everybody always saying, I don't understand why Aquarius are like this. And I ain't even gonna lie, with some of the things that they described that an Aquarius has done, I don't be understanding it either. But I had a thought one day, right? And my brain said to me, Aquarius, what if one of the reasons many of the people don't understand us is because we don't really understand ourselves. Now that line right there was bars. And you can't even tell me it's not. Somebody needs to put that on a t-shirt. Granted, a lot of people that throw that line out about not understanding Aquarius probably don't even understand themselves and sometimes really be walking contradictions. Like, how you mad because he don't text you yet you broke up with him? Why the fuck would he text you if you broke up with him? You just told him you don't want him no more. I thought that's how that worked. So then you say to yourself, okay, Aquarius, you might act actually be right but how are we supposed to understand ourselves that we can't take thousand dollar vacations and go sit in a forest and drink ayahuasca to discover what the true meaning of life is or refuse to cut everybody out of our life in this process of self-understanding and healing or don't go to therapy because it takes hours out of my day and I really need to work as well as knowing that this person is probably going to make me see things within myself that I don't like that I really need to address Huh, Aquarius, how am I supposed to learn to understand myself with those type of limitations? Take personality tests off the internet, duh. Now I know you like, girl, shut up. But for real though, think about it. Taking those tests will do a few things, but the two ideas I like to bring up is, one, it will confirm the ways in which you already do know and understand yourself. Or two, it will let you know that the ways in which you already thought you understood yourself might be incorrect or need to be adjusted. It's like the idea of you thinking of yourself as a mathematician and you take the test and it tells you you're an artist and you read the title and you're like no I'm not however when you read that explanation you're like I actually do everything that this shit describes hmm maybe I really wasn't a mathematician now one of the many and popular tests that you can take is the Meyer Briggs type indicator personality test what is this you may ask It is an introspective self-report questionnaire indicating different psychological preferences and how people receive the world and make decisions. Now, when it comes to the results, it is comprised of four letters, and each one of these letters represent a category in how you hypothetically will operate. First category would be, are you outwardly or inwardly focused? You get an E for extroversion or an I for introversion. The second category is, how do you prefer to take in information? 
S for sensing or N for intuition. The third category is how do you prefer to make decisions? T for thinking, F for feeling. And the last category is how do you prefer to live your outer life? J for judging, P for prospecting. Now I took the Myers and Briggs test many moons ago on 16personalities.com and my results was Intipa. And I remember that because my coworker kept screaming at me saying, you're an Intipa, you're an Intipa. E, extroverted, I, intuitive, T, thinking, and P, prospecting or perceiving depending on where you find it. AKA a debater, which is a person with extroverted, intuitive, thinking, and prospecting personality traits. They tend to be bold and creative, deconstructing and rebuilding ideas with great mental agility. They pursue their goals vigorously despite any resistance they may encounter. Now I did not read the result options before taking the test so I couldn't like guess what I might be before I actually got my answer. However, I stumbled upon another personality test by the name of the Enneagram types. Now what is that you may ask? It is a model of the human psyche which is principally understood and taught as typology of nine interconnected personality traits. Okay, that's cool and all or whatever. Aquarius, but what's the difference between Myers and Briggs and the Enneagram? Well, the Enneagram highlights the extreme or unhealthy examples of each type, whereas Briggs and Myers focuses on the balance of strengths and weaknesses for each type. Now, before I took the Enneagram test, I went and found the different types of personalities that it described to see if I identified with any of them first before the test told me different. So there is a total of nine different personality types, and each of them are giving a number to correspond with the three core aspects which makes us human, entitled the head types, the heart types, and the body types. Now, just like a love language, you carry a little bit of all of them. However, there's always one or two that's gonna stick out way more than the other ones. So let's get into these personality types. Now, while I'm reading, see if you identify with any of the personality types. Then if you can, go take the test and see if what you identify with is what the test actually says you are. Type number one, the improver, which belongs to the body, is said to lead through integrity and reason, but also can be challenged by perfectionism and resentment. Type number two, the helper, which belongs to the heart, can shine with generosity and insinuating people's needs, but also struggle with defining their own boundaries and people pleasing. Type number three, the performer, which also belongs to the heart, can be inspiring examples of excellence and authenticity, but also blindly pursue success and status. Type number four, the individualist, which also belongs to the heart, can open people's eyes with the beauty of the world and shine with authenticity, but also be held back by moodiness and self-absorption. Now, I ain't even gonna lie, this might be a little bit of me. I see a little bit of myself right up in there. Type number five, the investigator, which belongs to the head, can demonstrate visionary intellect and inventiveness or become increasingly socially withdrawn and secretive. This one right here, I definitely identify with at this point in my life. It's like I'm socially withdrawn, but I don't wanna be. Yet, I don't force myself to go my ass outside. And everything creatively, I will tell you about. However, I gotta be around people to talk. And being that I'm not around people, they don't know about the shit. So I guess technically it is a secret, right? Type number six, the loyalist, which also belongs to the head, can exemplify courage and commitment, but also struggle with anxiety and rebelliousness. Now, I feel like I'm a little bit of this when it comes to the courage part. I don't think I struggle with anxiety at all. And I don't like that rebellious word, but you know, if it applies. Type number seven, the enthusiast, which also belongs to the head, can become uplifting visionaries and agents for positive change or struggle with impulsiveness and impatience. I feel like I'm a little bit of this too because I'm definitely struggling with being impatient right now. Type number eight, 
the challenger, which is associated with the body, can be powerful, selfless leaders, but also control and intimidate others. Now, y'all know I've been told I'm intimidating multiple times, so she reads. And last but not least, type number nine, the peacemaker, which is also associated with the body, can bring people together and heal conflicts or be held back by passivity and stubbornness. I feel like I might be a little bit of this because, you know, I'll be planning trips and bringing people together. So, like, I'll sprinkle just a little bit of nine on me. So, those are all nine personality types. And just like when I was trying to figure out what Harry Potter house I was in, I took this test twice. Why? Because I wanted to make sure it wasn't lying to me. I'm in Gryffindor, by the way. And I took it on two different websites, truity.com and personalitypath.com. And my results for my number one personality type were the same. I am a type five, the investigator. Now for every number after five, it either swapped spots with each other or moved around completely in comparison to both sites. Like my second number on one site was a seven, the other was an eight. The third number on one site was an eight, the other was a seven, and so on and so on. Now, if you do decide to take this test like me and find out your main number, do not pay for that report because it will ask you if you want a full report to pay for it. But if you got the money, do you, honey? What I did was when I got my main number, I went to where it gave you the in-down, in-depth explanation of that type and just read it from there. It gives you an idea about what motivates you, what's holding you back, your type at your best or your worst what you are as average, what you are if you're unhealthy, what you are if you're healthy, and how you can grow and be better with your type of personality. But what I think I will do at some point, especially if I get some extra cash in my hand, is pay for the full report. Because obviously, if you go through the description on the site, it is the basic overall general description. But what I'm imagining if you do pay for the full report is that it will be able to better connect the rest of your numbers to your main personality type and give you more of a why you do this and why you do that and why you act like this and why you act like that and how you should act in the first place. But overall, I do think taking personality tests from the internet can be entertaining and some form of helpful within yourself, especially if you're on one of those learning, growing, trusting journeys. It may help you realize some faults within yourself or how you need to adjust. Or it may even help you realize that you have outgrown what you thought you were and now you're something completely new. A butterfly. But if you do take the test, please share the results. It would be awesome to see what you get. Live long and prosper, people. Peace. Peace.